uh, <laughs> guess we're live. I guess we, yeah, we are. We are. We are. Sabaha, everybody. Sabaha. Hope you're doing well. Um, I see Joey, Donald. Um, actually, <laughs> I'm actually apparently the last guy to show up. Uh, Donald Lozina is in the chat. Greg is in the chat, of course, helping us out. Uh, everybody else also in there. In there. Uh, Saad, I think I want to say I saw Saad in there somewhere. Saad Ben Anis. Uh, good morning. Sabaha. Ahlan wa sahlan. Uh, I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you guys are doing good, better than at least the weather that we're having here in Southern California. Um, George Brown, hey man, good morning. Um, I, I'm I'm not sure if you guys have or have not yet, uh, but I do another show with um, you know Juan Carlos Bagnell called "The Best of Our Week," and la and yesterday by far I feel like is kind of like a, a high point of the week. Um, actually, it's going to be somewhat mirrored a little bit later on today. Now, I'll start off by saying this. Happy birthday to our best bud, uh, of course, Joshua Vergara. It's his birthday today. Uh, um, luckily, I'll be able to hang out with him a little bit later on, so I'll say that to him in person. If he's in the chat, hope you see it, uh, man, and a happy birthday. And if you haven't seen it yet, uh, make sure you hit him up on Instagram, Twitter, obviously, uh, wherever you have him, wherever you follow him, if you follow him, um, and then wish him, wish him a happy birthday, of course. Uh, but with that being said, it is Saturday morning with tech, uh, episode 75. We are back for another episode. We actually can't believe we're um, three-fourths of the way to 100. Actually, uh, pretty good. And uh, in this episode today, this is on uh, June 19th, 2021. Um, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about something that's been you know, challenging me, something that's been going on for some time, and that's a PC issues or PC-related issues. Uh, one of the main things that I've been dealing with for the, for, for the last couple of months or so uh, is crashing or problems with motherboards, as you guys remember, with the X470, and then we went up to the X570, and then there's been also that whole um, trying to get it, trying to update the system to get it become more consistent with the performance that I need as far as productions. Uh, but at the end of the day, Dan, hey man, hope you're doing well. Uh, Gary's in there, Gary, the, the Gary, the fireman, as, as always, and. Um, so those have been some challenges I've been going through. And, I, and I'm sure you guys have seen a lot of things going on, obviously, with components and everything this year. Actually, ever since uh, 2020 uh, hit everybody, uh, we've been having component uh, shortages all across the board. So from CPUs to GPUs, uh, there's the whole mining situation going on that even caused a bigger demand on hardware. Uh, but I'm finally able to say that I have all my components now that I'm able to actually finally put a system together. Um, I ended up uh, having to go with a 3080 Ti because the 3080 series, anything from the original series that was released last September or October, September last year from NVIDIA is still almost impossible to be able to get your hands on. Uh, the main focus for me, though, isn't really gaming, although I have been gaming. So it, speaking of Dan in the chat, uh, Airgeist TV, uh, he's uh, one of my buddies that I like to jump on his streams. He streams playing, you know, like Apex Legends. Uh, he plays Formula One, other games, of course, in Battlefield. And hopefully we'll be able to jump on Battlefield 2040, 2042, sorry, uh, in, the near, in the near future. Uh, Vince Nova is in the chat. Hey, man, good morning. And um, so the, the challenge for me has been going on for some time. Um, I initially intended to post two videos this week. I only ended up posting, I think, was it one video? Um, and the thing for me this week was there's just been a weird heat wave hitting LA. So where I live in Los Angeles, we've been going consistently for over 100, uh, somewhere between 100 to 110 degrees Fahrenheit. So that's somewhere between 36 to 40. Uh, no, I take that back. 110 is about 43. So somewhere between 38, 39 and 43 Celsius. It's hot. It is just absolutely hot. Um, one thing you probably would have noticed yesterday on the show with Juan Carlos is that we were actually pretty warm, even though we were in a room with AC and everything. It was actually just that hot of a temperature. And it made for things that required me to be outdoors, to do things outdoors, to be just a little bit less 
accessible because between day stuff and everything going on and then the, by the time I have time to go out and do things, it just ends up being just a weird weather. So it kind of messed up my schedule. But I was able to have a little bit of fun hanging out with Juan yesterday. We hung out for a couple of hours, had some breakfast, uh, kicked it a little bit and talked. And then, of course, went back on our way before as things were getting a little bit warm. Um, yeah, so Vince, exactly. Yeah, so Phoenix is known for, for temperatures. And we where we are in L.A., for some reason, I mean, I don't live by the beach. So even by the beach, they were getting close to the high 80s. But yeah, so like Vince was explaining, you know, he, they get to 120 over there. Um, and we typically hit 118, 115, 118. Uh, and that's later in like the August, September, not in the June. So this is very early for us. And technically summer for us, or summer doesn't start till tomorrow on the 20th. So there's also that factor of the, I think the weather didn't get the the message. Um, <laughs> Matt Tyler's jumping in with us, of course. Hey, man. Hi, Matt. Hope you're doing well. Uh, yes, definitely. We need to squat up on this. A multiplayer on that is going to be epic. Uh, there are some scenes in there that I will be practicing just to figure out how to be able to perform. That jumping out of an airplane, shooting somebody else with a, with a bazooka, and then jumping back into the airplane. That scene has to be achieved that's like an that's like a must have a bucket list type of a thing it just looks that epic uh but with that being said uh so again yeah i posted that one video this week and i think that was primarily where i felt like this was something i, I was able to work on put together and then kind of post for you guys uh and then you know just kind of getting the ball rolling so hopefully by next week the weather gets a little bit better um, i have a few things that I, i'm actually able to start working on so first thing is we got uh some new headphones from uh here from soundcore these are the life p3 um, don't have a lot of information yet. I haven't set them up yet, uh, but I'm, I'm looking forward to checking them out. They're looking to be very uh, promising from Soundcore. They always provide a very good sounding experience. Definitely, as Juan would say, bass heavy. They focus on the bass. Yes, definitely tuned bass heavy. Uh, but I would say that if, you, if you're able to use the app, depending on the, on the headset that you're using from Soundcore, you're able to tune it a little bit so that you're not as high on, the, on there uh, for sure. Um, Chemi's in the chat. Hey, man, good morning. Uh, oh, yeah, Chemi, I did get your message. I didn't get a chance to respond. So I'll definitely hit you up a little bit later on on Instagram to uh, respond back to your question. Uh, I did get the email. So that was primarily what I was trying to say. Um, so, yeah, those are the things that are going on. And one of the other things that is a little bit kind of hitting me still right now, um, even though it's technically morning time, like 1030-ish or so, it's already about 80 and almost 90 degrees Fahrenheit outside. So temperatures are starting to warm up. Um, PC building in the summer, not the funnest thing, especially if you're not able to keep the core temperature of the house low enough for it to actually keep the system running uh, better. Uh, the two components that are primarily going to be driving my system are going to be the NVIDIA RTX 3080 Ti. Uh, if I can find it. Uh, one second. And so this is going to be this guy. So the Founders Edition RTX 3080 Ti. Let's go ahead and center that guy. A beauty, a beast of a of a video card. Um, arguably the best video card Nvidia made in 2021, or even late 2020. And I, I typically would say that mostly because the 3090 is, although the most powerful video card, I feel like the 3080 Ti is the best because what they did with the 3080 Ti is they brought a they bridged the gap between the 3080 and the 3090 by providing us a 3080 Ti. So a video card that's in the form factor of the 3080. With the cooler of a 3080 and the, the basically the space requirement of a 3080 and uh, almost the power of a 3090 without having to go into that so 
kind of like a bridge. Think of it as like a bridge gap. So where the 3080, I think is retail, if you can ever find it at retail uh, for 800 bucks, the 3080 Ti was supposed to be around 1,000, end up being 1,000 or 1,200. Uh, and then the 3090 is about 1,500. Again, retail, FE, we're talking about founder editions, uh, stock, not overclock, not specialty versions of those cards. Uh, but yeah, that was the intention. The 3080 Ti that I have right now is going to be more powerful, but also more heat generating. So cooling, air cooling is always going to be there. So I reached out a couple of my friends over at GameDS or GamDS, if you guys are familiar with that brand, and they hooked it up massively. Um, first, they hooked me up with one of their brand new towers. So I have a tower PC that's going to be set up. I also have their new RGB color scheme. So here, this is the, you can see it right there. I think it's called the Chone. Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. So Chion P2, the, 30, the 360 um, R. So 360 obviously is for the th uh, the 360 uh, uh, the millimeter radiators, so three 120s, uh, and this is going to be cooling that 5950x as we overclock it. So that's going to be fun, uh, <laughs> dude. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Aditya is in the chat, man. Good morning, good morning. Welcome, Aditya, the man, the myth himself, uh, <laughs> and um, so. That's the biggest part. The casing, so the entire PC is going to be housed in this brand new, massively RGB um, system. Let's just say that. So I put a reel on Instagram and on Twitter yesterday, I think yesterday or the day before, and I kind of gave you guys a little bit of a sneak peek. So the case, the components weren't in there yet. Um, and I'm, I'm going to be working on that. I had done uh, most of the work of combining everything because I'm upgrading from the old system. So I had to take out the, four, the, the brand new motherboard, the 570. And then uh, put in obviously the RAM, the hard drive, and all of that stuff. But it was also it's a lot of work to to upgrade a PC from one casing to another because everything's kind of set up. You typically upgrade your system piece by piece, and then you kind of it gets into a certain situation and a configuration, and it becomes almost very hard to transfer. So the motherboard had to come out, the PSU had to come out, the RAM, the hard drive, and all of that. And then I have to figure out how to make everything work in the new case because the new case doesn't have the same configuration as the old one, although slightly bigger, more RGB as always. Um, we had three, 300, three 120s already built in with RGB coloring. Actually, I think maybe the better situation would be, let me show you guys the, the case that we're talking about here. So here, should have, should have done that actually in advance. That would have been the nice thing to do. So here, fan theme case, power supply. Oh, here we are. Da, da, da. I want to think it's the Thalos P1, I think. Yeah, PA1. Okay, so let's do this. Okay, this this is seriously gonna. The system is just gonna look crazy. Uh, share screen. I'm gonna go to that second display, and I'll take you guys out of the comments. So here you are. So share. And yes, so now we're in here. So this is going to take, oh, here we are. Uh, so this is the Thalos P1A. It's a mid-tower PC case. So that's first thing. You'll notice that there's actually a lot of spacing available here. And you're also able to mount your GPU sideways. That's something I haven't done before. And the, and the casing itself does not come with it. So I don't have a way yet to mount my, uh, my, my, my 3080 Ti in that form factor, although I'm very intrigued, and I'm also interested to see if that does anything to thermals. Uh, but the way it's set up right now, you'll notice this is also showing uh, the, uh, the the cooler that I'm going to be using, the 3060, the uh, the, uh, the 360R. So uh, the only thing I'm missing right now is the RGB case in the back, which apparently this case does not come with. It comes with three in the front. The one in the back is more of a, I think it's like a, a dark, a, no no RGB case. Uh, sorry, it's, not an, it's a non-RGB fan. Let's just say that. 
but everything else kind of fits perfectly. So you can kind of see this, the setup essentially is you get like a lot of room in it, uh, able to put a 360 cooler at the top, which is exactly what I did with the radiator, configured it at the top, GPU side mounted, um, our replaceable uh, front I.O. panel on, on the top or on the bottom. I ended up keeping it on the bottom as, believe it or not, this PC is going to go on top of a desk. It's not going to stay under my desk. Uh, and then, you know, it has a whole bunch of other things going on. Let me just open up the cooler. Here. Uh, the 360 Chion High. I, I don't know why. Uh, I'm not sure how to say the name. So here, this is the cooler. Again, all RGB, all Gamdias, uh, you know, full power. Uh, remote control with controller that you're able to plug in uh, the I.O. port in. And what I really like about it, it actually works with the Gigabyte RGB or um, the RGB Fusion 2.0. So I'm able to actually control this entire AIO straight from my motherboard because Gamdias actually has no, no qualms or working with other companies. Let me see if I can show that. Duck, duck, Okay, I can't show that in there. But the short answer, uh, it does actually work with the existing GPU, uh, not GPU, uh, the headers that we have on the PC. Um, <laughs> it, it will definitely, I heard the rumors as well. I think Dan has a, has a perfect uh, point right there. I think if you have enough RGB on the system, you should be able to get at least an additional fuse uh, FPS uh, in, in game. Um, I'll say this, though, then, just kind of a point of reference. When I was playing before with my old system, I think it was a 2080 Ti, which, by the way, is going to be going to Omar's PC. That's one of the biggest thing I wanted to do. Um, is uh, he's uh, sorry, uh, So I was roughly getting about maybe 70 or 80. No, no, take that back. In Apex Legend, I was getting almost about 90 frames per second. And I didn't understand why. I thought the 2080 Ti should have been able to provide more. Uh, but for some reason, that was the max. And I am playing at 1440. I'm not playing at 1080. So there's also that a little bit. Obviously, I'll get higher resolution if I dropped, uh, sorry, higher frame rates if I dropped the resolution to 1080. But I don't have a 4K monitor. And if I did, I would be playing at 4K. So 1440p is primarily the gaming on both the mid, bottom and the top now although the bottom one runs at 240 which is the maximum refresh rate i'm able to push it to i don't actually the 2080 ti was not able to push anything to that level i ran uh, once i turned on the frame per second i realized that i think um warzone was running at best maybe 65 70 frames per second i was very uh, kind of almost disappointed but not you know surprised to see those numbers and then when i was playing call of duty black ops i was able to get maybe 70 or 80 so uh, 90 at the most. So the performance that I was getting with that and, of course, the 3090, uh, the 3900X was very bottlenecked by the system that I was playing. The new system I can attest to right now, right out of the box, um, 120 frames per second across the board, Apex, um, uh, Call of Duty, as well as um, Modern Warfare. Uh, so Warzone and all of that. So everything's running much better. Um, I need to get testing more on production, which is the primary reason I wanted to do that. Uh, RGB equals pre-performance. I love it. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like the RGB, the the 1440p is that sweet spot. 4K is a little bit too high because you drop a lot lower with the frame rates. But I think with that, especially with these high frame rate games, I love those type of games. TK broke, <laughs> broke looking PC. That's exactly what it is. It's a broke looking PC uh, that just has a lot of lights. And um, it is, it is very much, Earl, definitely. If if you're able to, this is the problem with, with this type of build. This build that I've been trying to put together, so the GPUs hunt I've been going on since September of last year. I'll say that. 
that's how long I've been looking for GPUs. The CPU, not as much. And then I got lucky with Micro Center. If you guys are not familiar with it here in the US, at least we have a, a, what is referred to as the last true PC component store before, you know, after the demise of fries. Micro Center had a unit in um, Ohio. That was how far I had to actually pull a, ask a favor from a friend of mine to pick it up. And uh, that's how I was able to get it at retail. Now, the NVIDIA one, I do, I will say this, that this was actually sent to me from NVIDIA. I was able to get in touch with them. And I do want to say thank you very much for allowing me to check out the 3080 Ti. Because that was, for me, seriously, like, I just never found any way without having, a, obviously, paid three to four times the price of a GPU, um, a way for me to be able to get my hands on a 3080 Ti. So the goal of the 3080 is primarily to create. It's for content creation. The gaming is obviously a shoo-in. It's a it's a massively gaming forward uh, PC setup, but it isn't really the ninety the majority of the reason I do this. I need a system that performs well on both ends, so it needs to game great, but it also needs to be a massive powerhouse to produce. So producing content, I I, I want to be shifting over to four K production, but I also want to do real time four K editing. Uh, Premiere is very optimized to work specifically with Nvidia. I wanted to go over to Team AMD. I think Adam or Tech Odyssey. Um, it, okay, and I'll get into that real quick, um, Saad, real quick. Um, so th that was the primary reason behind that is I wanted to kind of focus heavy on my production. And I do use Premiere and Adobe suite of uh, tools. And um, NVIDIA is very much heavily focused on optimizing those, that type of performance, as well as if you use DaVinci Resolve, obviously NVIDIA GPUs work absolutely fantastic. So those are some of the things that I've always wanted to look into, uh, of course. Um, so Sarvan is uh, asking about when does 11 initial impressions of, uh, of yours? So I'll say this. So we we all know we've seen all the leaks. We know the the, the ISO availability, and uh, the fact that uh, Microsoft is starting to actually put in requests for DCMA takedowns for people making available that ISO ahead of launch. Um, I'll say this: some of the optimizations that we're seeing with Windows 11 look promising. I did not install Windows 11. I didn't want to actually get into that that situation. But from what I've seen with, with some of my friends over at XDA, because they did a lot of massive coverage on this, uh, the UI elements look very interesting. I, I didn't really think that it was needing that much UI lift, but it looks like the new new customizations, the new tabs, the new settings sections, uh, the new task manager, of course, looks also very promising. Uh, for me, it's more aesthetics. I'm also one of those people that typically don't jump on the latest version of Windows. If I do install it once it comes out, I'll probably run it on a separate PC just to be able to test it out. Typically with new versions of Windows, we need enough time before we're able to shift all of our tools. Again, I produce content off of my PC and I game on my PC. Although gaming typically ends up upgrading faster than production style, this is typically why I wouldn't be jumping necessarily on Windows 11. And I don't recommend you doing it in, unless, again, um, what you're doing on your PC is pretty dependent on the on the web, and you're not really heavily in, involved or um, invested in specific applications that are developed by third parties. And those are the biggest thing that you want to put in there. I'm very interested to see what Windows 11 uh, kind of brings to us. I'm intrigued. Uh, initial impressions, as, as you're asking in there, actually very positive. I like what I'm seeing. I like the implementation, the auto HDR functionalities that we see in there, uh, some of the, op the UI elements that they've changed there, the command center or the command prompt. Uh, task manager, uh, the overall UI, better implementation of keyboard. So it looks promising, and I'm hoping that it actually it, it augments what we have and fixes a lot of the things that we've had with Windows that we've had concerns with. So I'm actually very interested into seeing how Microsoft kind of spins it. It's supposed to be, don't quote me on this, it's supposed to be a free upgrade from Windows 10 to 11. 
uh, but we'll have to see how that kind of comes out there. Um, Aditya is jumping in. Uh, if the electricity grid, if, if the electric, the the electricity grid goes down, TK's house will be visible from ten miles because of all all the sheer RGB goodness. Um, believe it or not, I think I, I I may have gone a little bit too far because I get you guys remember I have RGB behind the monitor, the keyboard, the mouse pad, the the, the mouse, the chair, the PC, and uh, yeah, the apparently uh, visibility from miles away just to make sure. I mean, I just want to make sure you guys know where to go, right? If the power goes out, you just follow the RGB, um, and I'll turn on music for you guys so you guys can have tons of fun. Um, so yeah, Gambia is, is a big company that I've worked with for years. Uh, surprisingly, I don't know if you guys know, um, I sit on one of their chairs. And this is something, oops, let's say here. Uh, this is actually a chair that I bought myself. Uh, so it's one of those things, I've, I've used them, uh, almost all of my keyboards in the house, uh, not all of my mice, but uh, almost all of my keyboards at the house are Gambia's keyboards. Uh, my controllers, uh, my, head, my, um, my controllers, uh, Obviously, the, the keyboard is a controller in the game. Uh, by my headsets, I have some of their head, uh, gaming headsets. And I think that's one of the questions that Saad uh, Benanis is asking, is that why did you go with Gamdias over Corsair and others? So a few weeks ago, I think I showed you guys in the stream that I actually got the box from Corsair. So I originally bought the Corsair. Um, the, the Basically, I think was it the HD2? They're... they're, they're basically their RAD with, that had like a 360 RAD uh, setup in there. Uh, and... I wanted to actually use Corsair, but then when I was able to get in touch with Gamdias, and then they were, you know, very nice and gracious enough to allow me to have the uh, their cooler. But not only that, but also the case situation, which is the other thing that I felt like was a concern for me. Um, being that I'm going to a, a component level that are going to be running slightly warmer and needing better airflow, the case that I've used for the longest time had a very interesting setup in the front. Although it had openings on the side of the front panel, the front panel was entirely out of glass. So it was very much a, uh, a tinted glass panel on the front and on the sides. And what it unfortunately does, it just limits the amount of airflow that you're able to get. And I had 360 fans sitting, or basically three 120s, uh, running with a basically a mesh uh, cover on top. But the air intake from the case were coming from the sides. So that was an issue for me. I needed to change the case. So once that conversation kind of went together, I ended up going with Gamdias's both system, both on their uh, on their water cooler, but also on the case. And now everything kind of literally all mismatches entirely, as you saw with the pictures. Uh, the radiators, uh, the uh, the fans on the cooler is the same as the system. So that was primarily the reason. Uh, plus, I've worked with them for so many years. Uh, they're they I've, they've known me, uh, and I'm very comfortable with the brand. And I know that the quality of the stuff that they make is actually very nice. So, uh, la the only thing I ever do miss is running into them at CES. Unfortunately, this year we were not able to. Uh, but in the past, I've even gone over and checked out their booths. They're very good and very well known in the gaming space. Uh, Earl always says, I know Micro Center, uh, there was a physical store in Santa Clara uh, when I lived in the Bay Area. Yes, yes. And I think that there's a, that one may still be around. In LA, there's one Micro Center and it's not technically in LA and it's in Tustin, which is a little bit further away from where I am. Uh, but they didn't even have it. The ones in, the one close, even remotely close to me did not have anything. So I couldn't get anything from there. Um NVIDIA GPUs are perfect for streamers and content creators. Absolutely. Uh, so the biggest thing that I love using, especially when I was running it with the 2080 Ti, was the studio, the NVIDIA studio system. Uh, one thing you probably also will notice is there is a new Elgato uh, Key Light Mini. So that's going to be my new lighting setup for the game. So I have the... Um, 
I keep forgetting the name of it. The, the camera, the mini camera that we have here with the uh, the tracking. And now I have a key light so that whenever I'm streaming, uh, and I'm hoping to be able to start cross streaming whenever I'm playing with Dan, uh, I'll have better lighting as well. That was the other thing. So getting video, getting audio, getting everything set up correctly uh, for streaming, because that was the other thing I wasn't able to do correctly. Um, I was able to jump on, the lighting wasn't well, and my light in the studio is always configured from this side. So this is where I produce content for the videos for you guys and, and obviously for the live stream. So two key lights over there, and then I have a studio light or just a regular overhead. Uh, but if I did turn them on when I'm playing games, you would always see a very darker front-facing experience. So anyways, this setup is configured. The system is going to be optimized. Uh, and I am with you, Dan. I, I definitely want to kind of boost up the performance there uh, as well um let me see here i think <laughs> yes yes who needs test who needs a ups tesla power man i got a 75 watt kilowatt battery sitting not even six feet away from where i am that's how we power this stuff i, I wish we could, i wish there was a way to do it I, I definitely would love to be able to kind of invert it i know that the um if I'm not mistaken, I think the Lightning, the Ford Lightning uh, F-150 has a way of powering the house. So for sure. <laughs> Matt Tyler's jumping. It's like, Jesus, TK. <laughs> TK will be uh, blind trying to game because of the RGB lights. <laughs> Damn right. Uh, yeah. So the, the weird thing is this. The PC, which I don't think you guys could see it yet. So the PC is actually going here. If you remember here, there used to be, uh, I mean, this is still technically the wall. The wall is not going away. But the wall uh, has an opening in front of it. There's like an actual big enough space for a case. And I've always wanted to bring up my PC from uh, underneath my system, uh, underneath my desk to above it. So this is going to be the setup once I'm able to get everything working. There's a few little quirks, still not 100%. Uh, and that's one of the reasons I still have it under the desk, just to kind of get it running and then configure everything correctly, uh, especially with the RGBs, as Matt was saying, for sure. Disco is I know, I know. It, it seems like I love I love RGBs, but it's um, it's a it's a setting. I don't know how to explain it. It's it seriously, it's more of like an effect. When you're gaming and you're really getting into that zone, you want everything to kind of sync up and just run the way you want it. So for me, I use them as accent lights. I use them for production level. So it's always going to be that type of experience that I'd like to enjoy doing. So RGBs for me are uh, depending on the mood, but mostly just you know kind of getting you into that, especially when you're playing music like trance or EDM. That's the one you know, you want to get that uh, pumping music uh, level going on. As as Dan said it, disco at Tika's house. Um, oh, Joe, man, hope you're doing well. He's uh, Joe's visiting, visiting family, so hope you're doing well. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, hold on, MA. Oh, okay, so. <laughs> uh, so MA is asking is TK, what's your favorite anime? Um, I'll say this. Uh, I've been exposed. I've been starting to. Sorry, I started watching a lot of different series, but my all-time favorite anime it will always be Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball original, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, Dragon Ball Super. The entire saga and and, and manga mangas basically just is something that I grew up with, and those are things that I actually appreciate. But I also grew up watching Japanese anime dubbed in Arabic when I was a child. So for me, there's like Grindizer, there's uh, Mazinger, uh, there's, uh, I don't know if they even translate correctly, there's like Jungar, the whole bunch of different things uh, that I grew up with. But the one that kind of carried me for the longest, and I'm loving the fact that it's coming back, is Dragon Ball. So for me, Dragon Ball all the way, and I, I want to be able to get some kind of Dragon Ball fusion into this uh, going on. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> it almost sounded good for sure. Uh, so Bob Bob Nor Norek, hopefully saying it correctly. Sabahatike, can I suggest? Can you would you suggest a smartwatch that doesn't use uh, that don't use fitness tracking? Um, I don't use that option. Um, so there are some smart so smartwatches by definition have built-in functions that you don't necessarily need to activate. I mean, you don't actually need to use them. The way you use smartwatches, that the the benefit when we say the word smartwatch, there are different levels of them. There is the super basic entry level, and you know, I'm assuming this is he's referencing also about the TicWatch three uh, E that that video that I posted. Um, but the the main benefit from that watch that I, so there what I'm trying to say is that there are options for smartwatches that don't connect and don't use apps so they stand alone and they do the tracking but that's not what you're looking for what you want to do is more than likely get a watch that is considered a smart watch but don't turn on those functions don't install the health app don't run the metrics behind it and the beauty of it the way we set up with these smart watches is you have the ability of customizing the watch face so that it doesn't show any any health metric it just uses normal watch face like a normal clock and then you change the tiles that come, the pages that come like on the side of the watch to be whatever you want them, like a calendar information center, uh, you know, the Google Assistant, the weather, uh, different, you know, um, I would say different instances of things that you want to see, but don't necessarily show uh, health tracking and so on. So, but there is no real a smartwatch that doesn't offer those because surprisingly enough, um, almost all of them are either fitness trackers and a smartwatch uh, design or a smartwatch that always will include some type of fitness tracking. So it's built in and the sensors are inside of their hardware. And to my knowledge, there isn't one that doesn't do that and call itself a smartwatch. That's one of the thing. The smart function of it is the fact that it does uh, fitness tracking, notification, responses, and of course, uh, messaging and all of that stuff directly from the watch uh, as opposed to having to touch your phone. So I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, I was hoping to be able to give you more of a straight answer. I guess what I'm trying to say is, it's going to be a situation where you get a, a smartwatch, but don't necessarily turn on the fitness, but keep the other functions that you like out of the smart experience. So I hope that makes sense. Um, <laughs> this week's show is beyond, uh, is beyond my comprehension. Uh, a little bit, yeah. I, I, the, uh, Ranesh is in there, man. Hey, man. Sabaho. Um, it's, it's been something that's been going on for me a little bit. Uh, also, with this whole Windows 11 kind of going in, kind of covering a lot of uh, the news information with a lot of leaks, people installing ISOs, customizing them. And then, of course, Microsoft going out there and starting issuing DCMAs, you know, further legitimizing the version of Windows that people have been trying uh, is definitely very interesting to see the approach. The launch is very, very close, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's on the 28th. And I think Microsoft wanted to kind of circumvent that and they wanted to make sure that they were able to be to to announce the the new tech that they're going to be well not tech but the new software the new experiences that they're offering the services i'm sure there's going to be part of it um i'm, I'm hearing more and more and more things shifting into the service uh, part of uh, doing things so we'll have to see um oh, hold on somebody <laughs> dts jumping back uh I'm home now. I'm sick. I can relax and appreciate the stream more. Absolutely, man. Um, so yeah, the other thing I wanted to kind of mention is uh, there is uh, Juan Carlos has a live has a, a premiere going on at 11:30. Uh, it's one of the new creator things we talked about it yesterday on the best of our week. So this today's show uh, more than likely will be one of the shortest ones we've ever had. Uh, the other thing that's also going on, which I, I'm trying to kind of juggle the time. 
Um, I'm actually going to be going over to uh, hanging out a little bit with Josh to, you know, for his birthday. So on, he invited me. So I'm going to get a chance to get uh, to hang out with him, which is really nice. And uh, so at, as soon as we're done watching, as soon as we're done here, about 1130, uh, which is uh, what time is it now? Oh, in about 30 minutes or so. Um, we're going to be uh, jumping over to Juan Carlos's show, checking that out. And of course, um, I'll try to post some pictures as well. And uh, hope you guys can, you know, if you're, I'm sure you guys will follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we'll, we'll post some pictures from, uh, from hanging out with Josh and kicking it over there and wishing the guy a happy, happy birthday. Uh, <laughs> I love, I love this one. Um, uh, Modesta is, uh, is saying your beard is much better than the RTX 3080 Ti. I appreciate it. I appreciate it very, very much. And, uh, it is something that is very interesting. I've had it obviously a lot longer and I appreciate it. it's a lot of work. Let's just say that it's a, uh, it's one of those things uh, you don't appreciate it till you have it. And when you have it, you definitely, you definitely don't want to get rid of it uh, for sure. Uh, actually, oh yes. Uh, hold on. Okay. So Matt Tyler, hey guys, don't forget to keep your eyes out for access one TV tomorrow. Uh, me and Sam. Oh, Okay, welcome back. Relaunching the new, brand new direction in the channel. Okay, um, so I haven't heard this. First time I'm hearing it. Um, is Access One TV? I've never. I'll I'll hit you up a little bit later, Matt. I'm I'm assuming this is the the rebranded channel, but it's still running on Twitch. Um, is it on Twitch? <laughs> Access One. Uh, we'll have to keep an eye. Oh man. I would say your beard is as difficult to obtain as the 3080 Ti. I've heard, I've heard rumors. Yes, uh, it's one of those things you just keep going and keep checking. You'll never find it. Um, it. It's hard. It's hard. It's definitely one of those things. I started it initially to. Um, it, it's weird. So I, I didn't have, first. I'll say this. I never. I've never grown the beard um, when I was younger in my younger years. So in my early 30s, uh, 20s, and so on, I've never grown it. I've tried growing the beard, but it was always. Um, you know, if you've ever gone through that initial stage, there's that itching phase where it just becomes weird. It looks stubby. It just doesn't really look nice. And about a few years back, I decided to grow it. Uh, and I wanted to actually get through that phase. So I toughed it out. I learned that apparently beard oil fixes 90% of the problem. So if you've ever considered, here's another direction shift for the live stream. If you've ever considered growing your beard and you want to basically jump, get into that situation, regardless if you think you have a full beard or if you don't, you want to be able to at least see what you're, what you're able, what you're capable of, um, I would say basically producing, um, beard oil fixes 90% of the problems when it comes down to the itch, even though you use beard oil when the beard is longer. So that's one thing to use. The other thing is once I got through that initial stage and the beard started to grow, I realized that I actually had a pattern that was built in. Believe it or not, this doesn't show when the beard is very short. So you don't see that there is actually a lining pattern. And it pretty much just looks like white and black kind of peppered all across. Once I started to see the pattern, I started to work on that and I let it go. And then I ended up basically just shaping it in this form where it kind of became a little bit longer in here. And it just kind of builds up on the back. And realistically, when you're looking at it, even though it looks like a beard, it really is more of a goatee, just very, very long. But it filled up at the bottom behind the, uh, right behind my chin. So that's what happened. But I would say, honestly, the best thing to do is try it out, go through that, that initial phase. Even if it looks weird, uh, I'll say this much, it people... But people's beards change as they get older and as you get older it gets fuller so where if you if you ever tried it when you're in your 20s early 20s maybe even early 30s and you notice that the beard wasn't exactly what you wanted try it again and at a later time in your life and you'll be able to see how much growth you'll be able to get there so that's the best best way to explain it uh, because once i was able to achieve what i was able to get here that's the main thing that i was happy with i don't think i would have been ha happy with it had it been um what i had maybe back when i was in my 20s because i've i've 
I've always thought I had a lot of patchy areas and this just looked the way it is. So sorry. <laughs> always, always. Oh man. Let me see here. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, so Access One TV is a new name, new name, and yes, it's on Twitter. Okay, good. So that's what I was thinking. I, I, I assumed Access One TV is the uh, the name of the channel. So Access One TV is a new name of the, of the channel. It's running on Twitch. Uh, anyone who followed the old old show will still be following this one. Same channel, new name, <laughs> same funny characters. No, sorry, same cool guys on the show. So Sam and Matt is going to be going on the show and. Matt, I keep it keeps driving me crazy. I see Val on your thumbnail in here because I uh, from you from the Warzone. So I see Warzone and I see Val's face looking at me and smiling in that little thumbnail of yours. Uh, but yeah, so definitely check it out. So the 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 Access One TV. I gotta reprogram the brain and and get it running at the right level. So Access One TV is going to be starting tomorrow with Matt and Sam uh, with the new format. So I'm looking forward to checking it out. Uh, I'm assuming it's the same time, Matt. Uh, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Uh, UK time. If I'm if I'm correct on that. So we'll have to see how that goes. Um, ooh, Aditya, Aditya with the super chat. Thank you, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> the camaraderie between you and Juan is genuinely heartwarming. Um, I love the in-person best of our week, TK, hashtag TK, everybody, TK is Sony chill guy. Uh, absolutely. And I, I can say this, I can definitely say this. Um, I will be having a video on the Xperia 1 Mach 3 uh, coming up in a couple of weeks. I can say that much for you guys. Um, I I don't want to say too, I, I can't say too much. Let's just say that. This is as much as I can say right now, but I wanted to let you guys know that I got your back. I'm hoping to kind of work out some more things in the near future. So I should be able to give you guys a little bit of a... There'll be some. There'll be there'll be some massive amount of, uh, you know, hashtag Sony chill guy uh, coverage in the very near future. I, I may be. I'm actually going to be posting a picture of the uh, Xperia One Mach Three in the near future. So hopefully that'll be there as well. But thank you, thank you very much. And um, it is very, very. Um, I don't know how to explain it. So the, the the situation, obviously, as we all know, we're we're all sitting at home. We. we Things are getting better. Things are opening up. But the reality of the matter is, um, as I kind of tried to, I was trying to portray it yesterday. It was a very exciting time. It was, a, it is, it, it still feels very surreal that he and I got a chance to hang out. Like we with you guys, we were all hanging out together um, online. And sorry, I just hit a, he let me borrow one of his, one of his mics. So I, I was going to try that out a little bit. Um, it is very nice. It is very nice. And you guys know he's seriously one of the best chillest guys ever. Um, hanging out with them, just kicking it, talking a little bit. Uh, we got a, we got a chance to talk for like another 20, 30 minutes before I had to leave. And, you know, you know, we had to do the day job. Unfortunately, it's a Friday. So that's one of the weird things. Doing it in the middle of a week is a little bit hard. Um, but I'm glad that it did work out. I'm glad we were able to make it happen. I'm hoping for more opportunities like that. And that's the part I missed the most about hanging out. It's just the ability of hanging out with your buddy and kicking it and and creating content. And believe it or not, there's a weird um, melting of the minds, kind of like, you know, Dragon Ball Fusion type of an experience when it comes down to creativity. Because when you're in a room, when you're around other creators, especially that, that work in a very similar manner, there is a certain level of conversation that, you know, you kind of like almost like you're talking uh, without actually having to say words. So. I'll say this, very grateful. Thank you very much for hanging out with us yesterday. It was amazing. Uh, and I cannot wait for the next opportunity. And that's one of the reasons I'm also super excited to get a chance to go hang out with Josh today. Because with it being also his birthday, that's actually kind of a nice thing. 
but I get a chance to hang out with Josh. I haven't seen him for the longest time. Things seriously have been crazy. And I, I want to be able to kind of just go out a little bit, hang out with some friends, uh, kind of just, you know, kick it, have fun. Uh, he's making some tacos. So I'm hopefully really looking forward to that. Um, and he has my favorite drink. So he got Diet Coke. So I'm, 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 I'm sold, man. He got me going. Um, and I got a little, I can't show you guys what it looks like. Cause I have a weird feeling he's actually watching this show, but, um, I got him a little thing. Let's just say this. I got him a little thing. Um, we're going to be uh, going to take it out with me and go over and <laughs> have fun with it there. Oh, speaking of which, hold on. Okay. Before we get off the whole, the whole kind of uh, Juan Carlos and everything, how cool is this? Juan hits me up with this yesterday. I show up and the first thing I walk in through the door and he get, he hands me a Tesla. I mean, I, you realize, obviously, it's a, I know Tesla's like it's a hat and so on. I wanted to get one of these. I haven't actually come around to picking it up. But seriously, like out of the blue, I'm coming over to his house. I'm getting, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to welcome him into his new place and congratulating him on the move and all of that. And he hands me my own little Tesla hat. Big old T there, right there. So. Dude, this is the level of, you know, cool, cool level that yeah, Juan Carlos is, is about. So this is the guy that we all like. And this is the guy that we appreciate always. So always, always, I appreciate all that love. Um, Golan Lavi is asking, uh, TK, how, uh, how about the new collaboration between Oppo and OnePlus? So that's an interesting approach. So let's do this. Um, we're going to go hydrate because this one's going to be an interesting. Um, I'll say this. The history of OnePlus and Oppo has been very intriguing. And I say intriguing in a manner where I say there's been a lot of mystery around it. There's been a lot of talk about it. There's been a lot of directions or a lot of things have been said uh, to indicate that Oppo and OnePlus are two separate entities. Now, I'll say this, that over the years, um, I think people or I think in general, everybody kind of understands that there's a lot of relationship in the background. I mean, if you think about it, at the end of the day, Oppo, OnePlus, Realme and Vivo are all owned by BBK. They're owned by the same company. So by definition, there's always a relation between these companies. It's never this uh, independent super firewall, separate companies kind of thing. So for the, to a certain point, I don't think it's, uh, it's as close of a mind melt as Huawei and Honor had for the longest time. And now that they're separate, but Oppo and OnePlus for the longest time, we've seen different components used between the two systems. And we could definitely attribute like last year's uh, OnePlus 8 Pro and then, one, and then the FX2 Pro and this year's OnePlus 9 Pro and the uh, FX3 Pro they're using the same panel. There's no question. It's the same exact same uh, display used on both these devices. It may be tuned slightly differently, but for the most part, it's the same display. Um, I got a glass protector from uh, Dome Glass about a couple of weeks ago for the OnePlus 9 Pro. And surprise, surprise, it installs the exact same way on the, on the FX3 Pro. And I installed it. Those are things that we know. Now, the thing that I think there's going on right now is it's a unifi unification of redundant systems. At least that's what we're understanding it. The uh, OnePlus already kind of let go of their hydrogen OS. That was a few weeks ago, maybe a few months ago in China, in the Chinese market. If you're familiar with OnePlus, um, internationally, they use oxygen OS. And in the Chinese market, they use another version of their operating system called hydrogen OS. Now, hydrogen OS does not have Google Play services. It's intended for the Chinese market. And what they ended up doing is they end up, they kind of end of life the hydrogen OS build. And they were starting to use color OS on their devices for Chinese market. 
the um, the Android 12 update that we first got with OnePlus devices, and I put out a video, I think was it last week, the biggest issue that they were having is that there was a much heavier implementation of color OS items, uh, specifically within the password, the recovery system, uh, that was basically, I think, probably causing some issues where they had to pull that part out. But we started to see some color OS implementation in there. So short answer, long story short, as, as Juan would like to say, the situation going on right now is that they're unifying their background system. So they're not going to have to run two separate R&Ds. They're not going to need to run two separate development uh, uh, teams or two, two separate PR teams and so on. So all of those things, I think what they're trying to do is maybe unify them. Uh, it works in a specific plus situation for them. Obviously, it's a benefit because where Oppo doesn't exist in the U.S. market, now they have Realm access through OnePlus uh, systematically. So the company still technically has some type of presence. Um, but OnePlus did kind of vow, or at least at this point, uh, stated that Oxygen OS will be the operating system for their international market. So for us outside of China, outside of the hydrogen OS market, we are always going to be stuck, not stuck, but we are going to be using Oxygen OS in the next evolutionary format that it goes through. We still don't have a lot of visual indications of what Android 12 is going to be bringing into Oxygen OS. We know that Oxygen OS 11 was a very big shift from Oxygen OS uh, 10 and prior with the UI element differences. They didn't look very much like OnePlus, uh, sorry, like Oppo yet, but we definitely see that they were changing. A lot of people called them more like one UI. So what I'm trying to kind of bring the story, whole, the whole thing kind of back to us, I think for the most part, from a consumer standpoint, the story doesn't really change much. The user experience, the sales channels, the marketing, everything stays pretty much the same. For the creators, for the people that work directly with the PR companies and the way OnePlus and Oppo start pushing forward hardware, we're going to start seeing more duplication probably of hardware that goes across systems. Meaning uh, where in the past we always had to kind of look for the phone on OnePlus that kind of represents a close proximity or uh, not proximity, um, uh, basically a close resemblance to a phone from Oppo. I think now we're going to be a little bit more, uh, I would say, easily re recognized between the two. Color OS and, one, and Oxygen OS are still very different and are focused in different directions. That's one thing I will probably say. Both are very fast. I still prefer Oxygen over Color OS, but then again, I prefer Color OS over some other options available on the market. They're both very, very good operating systems. The Find X3 and the Find X2 Pro are absolutely blazing fast with that operating system. So that that'll be it's a, it's a very big thing that goes on, and I feel like it's something that a lot of us definitely are mindful of, but I don't really feel like it's going to be affecting us as much as we, we were hoping for. Uh, we we anticipated to. That's what I meant to say. Uh, da, da, da. Oops. Okay. See, this is what happens when I scroll a little bit when there's when I'm slightly behind on the comments and it just literally jumps over uh, in there. Uh, DK, do you know that John joined Google and stopped? Oh, yeah. John Wu. Oh my God, yes. So, <laughs> see what happens when you say when you say the name. Yeah, no, um, I'm gonna have to figure out what, yeah. Um, this actually is a much bigger impact if you think about it, especially from the development and uh, also from modding and ROMs, especially if you're ever used, uh, you know, exposed. And if you're comfortable, if you've ever, I think a lot of people started uh, getting very comfortable with using Magisk as a routing method, as opposed to what we used to use uh, back when uh, we used to basically have, um, oh man, the name is escaping. The short answer is uh, it's a very interesting development. 
um, I'm, I was very surprised to hear when he actually got, when he accepted his offer and he actually moved on to that. It is a very interesting approach. Uh, I'm hoping we're able to find somebody that's able to take on and bring us a new method, uh, basically more of an automatic process of routing and modules. Uh, he, he did something very similar to when Expose was first kind of going in for between Android 9 and 10 when he started to pick up his activities um, and basically providing us a, almost like a systematic one, one button push routing method for a number of devices. Uh, I think what we're probably going to be seeing is somebody else taking up the flag and then just kind of carry on the message. But it is a very big, interesting approach, especially with Android 12 being uh, around the around the corner. I mean, you're still technically able to use his systematic system. Like Android 12 still is rootable using Magisks with the, the right version, uh, the right system image. I think it's just a, a future development that's going to be very interesting. And of course, final version of Android 12 may patch up a whole bunch of things that we don't have access to. So yeah. Um, John Wu, for sure. If you if you guys are not familiar, uh, he's the developer of Magisk, uh, and Magisk is literally one of the biggest uh, hard software tools used across the development side, especially for rooting, modding, and custom ROMs, uh, it, using them on even stock ROMs that are uh, basically rooted, uh, but then also installing custom uh, modules using uh, you know the exposed modules, uh, and that's one of those. Um, oh man, it's going to be very hard. We'll have to see how that goes. Um, Tech Radar, I'm pretty sure they did a very decent job. Yes, no, definitely. I, I think, like I said, for the most part, it's going to be very much a... Um a unification of, of, of tools in the background that may start showing us some, I would say maybe start showing some things that are kind of more, more uh, easily recognized that are existing on both systems. Like I said, uh, if you've held a OnePlus 9 Pro uh, and if you've held an FX3 Pro, you literally feel like you're holding the same phone. There are very little differences. And you got, you kind of, it makes sense, right? If you if your sister company is buying, uh, you know, a, a mass amount of displays that are great, AAA, basically the highest quality displays you're able to get, and you're able to get a much better deal because you're going on a much bigger buy than to go do separate purchasing, you're owned by the same company, there are obviously going to be some optimizations, and it was just a matter of time. Uh, I think the, the fact that they're no longer trying to say that they're separate is actually much better. And the fact, I think, what we saw last time is with Pete Lau moving over, that was also a very big indication of where the direction of the, both companies are going to be going. Uh, I'm enjoying the fact that both OnePlus is improving their experiences, their camera uh, software, their camera tuning, and obviously their collaboration with Hasselblad. And then we also see OnePlus, you know, Oppo is still innovating, still putting out the Find X series in the way it's intended. Innovation, innovation, innovation. So very happy to see the, uh, that type of experience. Uh, let me see. I think I may have missed a few comments in here. Uh, <laughs> Dominic Wong, B at TK Bay, at TK Bay, BBK's boss lives in America. <laughs> ah, such is life. Oh, man. George, <laughs> Greg, oh man, thank you very much. Uh, that was that was actually super, super nice of wine. I was not expecting, I mean, seriously, I honestly thought we were just going to be hanging out, kicking it, uh, you know, go, I got a chance to check out the lab, uh, which by the way is a so, so, so it's, it's a lot more set up than what we've seen at least on Monday's SGGQA, but I'm, um, I don't think, well, I'm, well, let's just say this, you'll see, uh, you'll see a whole bunch of extra stuff sitting in the background, um, on Monday's SGGQA, uh, and tomorrow, of course, with, oh man, okay, now I got to find Matt, um, uh, I, I, the name, the new name, I gotta, I gotta get the name, uh, uh, man, Matt, if you can do me a favor, drop the name again one more time for your show for tomorrow, because I'm, 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 I'm drawing a blank. Uh, 
that's the one on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> we know it's it's YouTube. It is. It is for sure. Um, so the thing that I wanted to kind of cover for you guys, we're kind of almost at the uh, eleven thirty. Uh, Juan has a premiere going on at eleven thirty. That's going to be going up in the next ten minutes. Access One TV. Thank you, Adi <laughs> thank you, Aditi. Uh, I like that. I got I got Matt. Access One TV. Access One. Access One. Access One. I got to get it. It just. Um, I'll be honest, it sounds like a TV channel, like something like I've seen before. I think there's like Access TV or something like that, but I like the Access One um, AOT. So Access One TV, I got it. Access One TV, <laughs> all access, Matt. Uh, that's that, that's a different channel. Uh, that, that That's the channel, I think, that's a pay-per-view only fans, Matt, after hours. Uh, you know, he shows, he gives you all the secrets of uh, his uh, match winning and... Um, Speaking of which, season four of Call of Duty just came out, and I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to find my way around getting comfortable with it. They changed some of the the information. Uh, Black Ops has a, a few new maps in multiplayer. Look interesting. Uh, definitely happy with the fact that they keep putting out more maps for us to play. Um, yeah, that's his OnlyFans. Access one channel, one team, one hell of a time, all the way, all the way. Matt Tyler. Uh, but yes. So with that being said. Uh, I know typically our show goes for about a couple of hours, an hour and a half to uh, two hours. Today, it is going to be a slightly shorter show. Um, we're going to all, I'm personally also going to jump in over it. I want to see the premiere with Juan Carlos at 1130. Uh, so make sure you check that out at uh, Juan Bagnell on YouTube if you haven't checked them out before. Uh, Windows 11, a whole bunch of things going on uh, next week. My... Um, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, my XM4 videos from Sony is going to be coming out in the next couple of days. So keep an eye, that, an eye out for that. And then I'll have a few more content things kind of going up, uh, starting to get some calls. But keep an eye out for that Sony video. It's going to be coming out very soon. Uh, so with that being said, um, I know typically I'll say let's wait till the hour and a half. Let's go ahead and start dropping in those uh, TK sections. Uh, and then uh, we can kind of somewhat wrap it up a little bit early uh, for the for this week's episode. I didn't want to skip it. I was running a little bit late, but I, I definitely love hanging out with you guys. And uh, between yesterday's show, today's show, and hanging out with Juan, and then, of course, Access One TV with Matt and Sam coming back tomorrow. This is It's sounding to be one of the best weeks, seriously, for some time. And I'm very happy to see things are getting better. Th things are coming back to norm a little bit better. And again, getting Matt and Sam back, uh, it's, been a, it's been a minute. It, we lost them for a, for a few weeks. The show, that is, not them. <laughs> and I'm happy to see everybody back in there. Uh, so let me go ahead and start it up here. Uh, ta -ta -ta. If I can figure out how to do this, I don't know why. Uh, here, sharing the screen. And let's do this one more time. Ben. Oh, <laughs> I got it there. So I want to say thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us uh, for another episode of Saturday Morning with Tech. A little bit short this week, but definitely not missing on the sweetness from everybody hanging out and uh, making everybody obviously hang out with each other, talk to each other, catching up with things. And of course, we're all going to be supporting our buddy Juan Carlos in another nine, six or seven minutes. I think, uh, yeah, about a few more minutes. Um, so Aditya Neil, uh, always, always thank you very much uh, for hanging out with us. Uh, Greg, uh, also very, very big supporter of the channel. Chemi's in there. Dan, our guys TV, uh, of course, uh, always hanging out with them. Hopefully we'll be back on the uh, on the, uh, on the the stream with you very, very, very soon. Uh, MA, uh, and then uh, 
always, always happy to have you guys hang out with us. Um, Earl Owens, of course, as always, thank you, man. Hope you're staying cool as much as possible. Uh, Don Lazino's in there as well. Aditya, uh, Earl, uh, Dominic Juan, thank you very much. Uh, coming out and just kicking it with us. And of course, the man, the myth himself, the legend. The, and this is how I'm going to start it up. We need to start the hashtag, the fireman. Um, Gary, the fireman, always hitting us up with a super chat, as always. TKception. Uh, and of course, wishing Joshua Regara a happy birthday, hashtag uh, happy birthday, uh, happy birthday, JV. Uh, and I'll definitely deliver it. Uh, and uh, I, yep, I'll be driving the Tesla over there. I'm enjoying, I'm planning on enjoying that nice little drive. It's about an hour or so, but it'll be fun. It'll be fun. And AC will be blowing very, very high. Um, the show will be back next week. Uh, Matt, uh, of course, don't forget tomorrow's show for Matt and Sam. Uh, and I'm sorry, I need to bring the show back into the left side. Whoa. Okay. Now. This is what happens when you when you do the TK exception and you don't jump out of it. Uh, let me just kind of bring it out. Boom. Da, da, da. Okay, let's do this correctly. Windows, maybe Windows 11 will fix that for us. Um, yes, definitely. We'll have to be able to do some battlefields and get everything signed up, set up. Um, have you ever been to Bakersfield? Oh, many time. I may. Um, so uh, Bakersfield is about an hour or so away from LA, from where I am, the part of LA that I'm in. So yeah, definitely. Uh, I've gone to, through Bakersfield uh, a few times when we go up, um, I think, to uh, Big Bear. Uh, we've, there's a couple of other ways to kind of go, or Sequoia National Park here in LA, in uh, in California. So there's different places, but yeah, you, Bakersfield, very nice. It's uh, a little bit upwards, north from where we are, but definitely very nice. Uh, yeah, so for everybody else, it's about... A couple of minutes left to go. It's 11.28. Let's go ahead and jump over on Juan Carlos's channel and uh, check out the brand new premiere on his channel. So Juan Bagnell, I'll see you guys there. Take care, be safe, and um, I'll talk to you guys next week on another episode. Bye-bye for now.